The following program is presented by the HTM Podcast Network. Hello and welcome once again to another episode of Tables, Avers and Chairs. But once again from the mean streets of Blackpool, England, here on the Hit of the Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast Network, I'm your host, Avers, and we're hot on the heels from a long weekend of wrestling. You had NXT TakeOver New York on the Friday, WrestleMania on the Sunday, and all the events going on in between in the New York, New Jersey area. Joey Janela's Spring Break 3, Parts 1 and 2. Josh Barnett's Bloodsport. Uh, you had Joey Ryan's Penis Party. WXW America is Wunderbar. Uh, the G1 Special from Madison Square Garden. Um, it really was a festival of wrestling. Uh, I must have watched around 20, maybe 23 hours of wrestling this weekend. And, uh, yeah, I'm pretty damn tired because everything's on a pretty late over here in the UK. Uh, WrestleMania was 10 p.m. till 5.30 a.m. the next day. Uh, I tapped out at 1 a.m. and watched it the next day. Anyway, uh, regardless, today uh, we've got a very brief roundup of the latest British wrestling news, including the last two entrants for Progress's Super Strong Style 16 tournament. I'll also be giving you my in-depth thoughts on both NXT TakeOver New York and WrestleMania. Uh, Speaking of WrestleMania, I spent the day at Breed Pro Wrestling. Uh, Breed Pro Wrestling are a new promotion over here in England, hosting only their third ever show at the Walkabout in Sheffield. Uh, Beforehand, I was very lucky enough to co-host a live pre-show podcast where uh, I interviewed Breed Pro Wrestling's champion, TK Cooper. Uh, For those of you that don't know, TK Cooper is uh, known primarily for his work in Progress Wrestling and uh, Rev Pro. Very well-known name in the UK independent scene. Um, I'm not going to lie, the interview, it, it didn't go quite as well as I'd hoped. Uh, TK was in a foul mood throughout Uh, Probably not helped by the fact That uh, I questioned whether he'd still be champion Without the uh, interference of his best mates Spike Trevay and Chuck Mambo at the last show He uh, also took umbrage with me saying He wasn't wrestling that day So people might actually be entertained Uh, To which TK stormed off Um not before slapping me right in the mush. Uh, Breed were filming the podcast um, and sent me the footage. Uh, it's currently up on my Tables, Others and Shares YouTube page, so if you want to witness this uh, cowardly cheap shot by TK Cooper, then uh, go over there, check it out. Um, to TK Cooper himself, uh, I like to take this Opportunity to publicly apologise for disrespecting you. Uh, I shouldn't have said what I said. You know, I thought that basically I was untouchable, being a fan, and uh, you clearly proved me wrong there. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm very sorry for disrespecting you. But understand this: 
The mean streets of Blackpool isn't a gimmick, and uh, I'm sure our paths will cross again. I owe you one, buddy. Super Strong Style 16, final two entrants, when we come back. Keep it right here, folks. Back after this short break. How can this happen? Am I dreaming again? Her body's not moving, I'm assuming she's dead. This isn't a fucking game! Somebody's life in stake. Stubborn and bruises, but the truth is that I never committed a crime. Cause I never heard a fly. But now she loves her life.
Welcome back. Uh, last week, Progress Wrestling revealed their final two spots in this year's Super Strong Style 16 tournament. One half of the Progress Tag Team Champions, the Aussie Arrow, Kyle Fletcher, will be entering. Uh, already this year, Kyle has had some uh, great singles matches, uh, in particular a standout performance against Will Ospreay at Fight Club Pro earlier this year. Now, the final entrant. The final entrant was a huge shock. I mean, you could argue that it was... You are hearing that music, right? This is no joke. This is no late April fool. Filling up this year's Super Strong Style 16 tournament lineup, the undisputed era's Kyle O'Reilly. Wow. What a huge coup for the London-based promotion. Uh, it's no secret that the uh, three owners of Progress are producers on NXT UK. Uh... Those links uh, saw Cassius Ono enter last year's tournament, uh, losing in the final to Zack Sabre Jr. This year, they've gone back to the yellow and black brand and they've pulled out another rabbit from the hat. Kyle O'Reilly will be in this year's Super Strong Style 16. He'll be testing himself against some of the biggest names on the independent circuit. Not just from the UK, but from worldwide. Uh, I just hope that by the time the tournament comes around in May, he's uh, holding the tag team titles, because uh, I want to see some of that Kyle O'Reilly sweet air guitar action. Uh, one last bit of European wrestling news. Uh, this one equally out of left field. Uh, Island Session Moth Martina, who you may have seen over uh, WrestleMania weekend at various shows, uh, most notably sexually molesting Orange Cassidy in uh, New York. Well, uh, she's got herself another booking stake side. She's going to be entering CZW's Tournament of Death 2019. Uh, Martina started off life as a comedy character, um, a drunken chav-type character who uh, basically flirted with any guy with a pulse. Uh, if she's struggling in a match, she'd, like, hulk up with a swig of beer. Uh, a very entertaining, very fun character. Um, but recently she's been to Japan. She's improved on her in-ring skills, and she's gotten a taste for hardcore wrestling, uh, tagging with Jimmy Havoc over here in the UK as the Moth and the Goth in Fight Club Pro. Uh, she wrestled cage match uh, recently uh, getting slammed on thumbtacks in OTT wrestling in a native island and uh, that's that's clearly given her a taste for the uh, deathmatch style now I know that deathmatch may not be everybody's cup of tea but uh, this is something that she's really been campaigning for on social media uh, the hashtag Martina for TOD um, she's a lovely woman, she's very hardworking, very dedicated to her craft And uh, I'd personally like to wish her the best of luck Martina, go absolutely smash it at Tournament of Death um, But most importantly, please don't die 
Uh, switching gears now, I really enjoyed NXT TakeOver New York. I thought it was a fantastic show from top to bottom. Uh, starting off with the opening match, War Raiders versus Blackashay for the uh, NXT Tag Team titles. Uh, what a red-hot opener. Really got the crowd into it. Um, it was interesting to see a technical start at the beginning. I expected uh, strikes from Alistair Black and, and clubbing blows from uh, Raymond Rowe, but that wasn't the case. It was a, it was a really good technical exchange. Uh, you got Hansen showing off his 305 live skills. That guy's incredibly athletic for such a big man. Uh, yeah, I'm not normally a big fan of um, face-versus-face matches, but this was a really, really good match, a really red-hot opener in which uh, the War Raiders retained. Kind of obvious they were going to retain, seeing as the uh, Blackashay are off to the main roster. Nice show of respect from the Raiders and the fans to Blackashay at the end. Uh, you could see Ricochet was uh, visibly moved to tears from the fans' ovation. Um, I don't know if that was the actual fans' ovation or the realisation that in a six months' time we'll probably be uh, jobbing to No Way Jose on main event. But uh, regardless, really nice, uh, really nice moment there. Great match. It's difficult to see who's the next challenge for the War Raiders. Uh, I'm not overly high on many of the tag teams in NXT currently. Not a big fan of the Street Profits. The Forgotten Sons are absolute garbage. Uh, both teams do nothing for me. Uh, I got a feeling that Fish and O'Reilly will be looking to reclaim the gold against the War Raiders soon. Uh, next matchup, Velveteen Dream versus Matt Riddle for the North American title. Henri Britt, Matt Riddle, his first title match in the WWE. Uh, Riddle, he was over here in the UK tons of times, uh, predominantly with Progress, but also with Rev Pro. Um, the first thing you notice with this match is Velveteen Dream, his charisma levels, they're on another level. The, the dude just oozes charisma. He just looks like an absolute star. Uh, in his Statue of Liberty get-up, carried to the ring on a throne, a la Macho Man Randy Savage. Uh, it was a good match. I thought Riddle looked pretty good in defeat. I don't think getting rolled up when he had a dream in the bro mission hurts him. Yep, yeah, his undefeated streak's over, but, you know, he just got caught for three seconds. It was one of those things. Uh... It was a smart finish. The undefeated streak might be over for Riddle, but I thought he looked a million bucks in defeat. Uh, I'd like to see Riddle go on another run of winning after this, and a nice winning streak before challenging for either the North American or NXT title itself. Uh, the real question here is, who's next for Velveteen Dream? Uh, Keith Lee? Maybe Donovan Dijakovic? How about Pete Dunne? Uh, speaking of which... Pete Dunn versus Walter for the WWE UK Championship. Uh, big Walter ending Pete Dunn's 685-day title reign. i got to say, guys, the UK is in mourning. The flags are at half-mast. There was a minute silence before Parliament opened on Monday. Nah, I'm just kidding. Um, but, yeah, uh, it's always sad to see one of your own get beat. But uh, Pete's done a lot. To carry the British scene and uh, the NXT UK brand as a whole and uh, I thought that this was a great stage for it obviously I was disappointed I didn't get to see this match live myself over in the UK but I get why they did it the reasons Wrestlemania weekend the big stage 
And I thought that both guys really did deliver. It was um, a much slower, much more methodical pace than the opening two matches. Uh, I think the crowd took a little bit of time to get into it, but after a slow start, I thought they were invested. Uh, as much as I love Pete, uh, I thought that he got too much offense in. Um, for a lot of American fans, it was probably your first time seeing Big Walter. And uh, I'd have given Dunn maybe one or two little hope spots here and there, but basically I'd Walter absolutely destroy him, make a huge impression on the Barclays Centre live crowd and the TV audience. Uh, I could see Walter being a very dominant NXT UK champion. Uh, hard to see where the next challenge is going to come from. Uh, maybe Dave Mastiff, a guy that's undefeated in NXT UK. Uh, as for Pete Dunne himself, I think he's done everything he can in NXT UK. I'd like to see him either go to SmackDown or NXT uh, proper. Uh, next up, the NXT women's title fatal four-way match between Shayna Baszler, Carrie Sane, Ia Shiree and Bianca Belair. Um, it was my least favourite match on the show. Uh, nothing to do with it being women. It's purely as I, I hate fatal four-way matches. I think there's too many times where you've got two in, two out. Uh, and that kind of takes me out of it. That's just my personal point of view. I still thought it was a very good match. And all four women absolutely busted their asses. Uh, I think it's interesting for potential stories going forward. Um, both uh, Carrie Sane and Ia Shiree having the match won and having each other costing them the title. Uh, Baszler winning uh, really did shock me because I thought that she was going to get called up. Um, the fact that she won clean as well, there was no interference from her, her two little henchmen. So, yeah, um, big shock. For me, the biggest shock of the night. Uh, I'd like to see Candice LeRae be her next challenge. Uh, she's more than Mrs. Gagano and her... I think she deserves a title because I think she's been definitely the most underutilised woman on uh, the current NXT roster. Main event time, two out of three falls for the NXT Championship, Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano. i got to say, I absolutely loved it. Uh, it was 40 minutes long, took a bit of time to get going, but once that first fall happened, it was pretty much non-stop action from there on in. Uh, Cole immediately tapping out for the second fall was great. Really good psychology, saving himself for the third fall. Uh, the final fall, for me, was slightly overbooked. So that's my only real complaint. Uh, the first fall was won by Adam Cole with a super kick. Uh, and then half an hour in, when both guys are beaten up, hurt, getting fatigued, uh... Johnny Gagano kicks out of a super kick, followed by a super kick to the back of the head, followed by a shining wizard to the back of the head. I mean, don't get me wrong, it was a dramatic false finish, but come on, man. It made no sense. It was. It really took me out of it for a second. Also, fighting off the Undisputed Era all on his own. Thought that was a bit too much, but hey, that's my only two real complaints about the match. Uh, Gagano wins, crowd goes wild. Uh, Candice LeRae and Johnny celebrating with friends and family at ringside really great feel good moment and uh, at the very end the greatest sports entertainer of them all Tommaso Ciampa comes out on the ramp behind Johnny and Candice who's celebrating 
the free embrace. It maybe not the end into the story we've all wanted, but I think it's as good as we're going to get at this stage with Champa's career being in jeopardy. Uh, they came in together. They've been friends. They've been enemies. Been tagging partners. I found it only fitting that Champa was there for Gargano's crowning moment. You know, sometimes you're just going to say, fuck kayfabe. Really nice ending to the show. Great show from top to bottom. And uh, if you've not checked it out, what the hell are you doing? Go watch it. Pause this now. Go watch it. It's a fantastic show. When we come back, my thoughts on the showcase of the Immortals, the grandest stage of them all, WrestleMania. Stick around. We're coming back. Welcome back. Um, I'm not going to lie. On first viewing, 
I hated this year's WrestleMania. Uh, I watched it back again purely for uh, you fine people. And uh, you know what? On second viewing, it wasn't that bad. I mean, it wasn't great, but there were still some really good moments. So uh, let's do this shit and dive straight in. The pre-show. Uh, cruiserweight title, Buddy Murphy versus Tony Nese. It was a good match. Uh, this is completely on me. I don't watch 205 Live, so I had no idea what their heel-face dynamic was. Uh, for me, it was just two guys going out there, getting the crowd going, having a good match. Um, suppose there was a, a feel-good moment with Tony Nese being from New York, uh, taking up the win. Um yeah, there's, there's not really much I can add on this, because like I say, I don't really watch Two O Five Live. So, uh, yeah, good stuff. Well done, Tony Nice. Uh, winning a title at WrestleMania in front of your friends and family. Can't say fairer than that. Uh, both Battle Royals, I don't care. Uh, they're completely meaningless. Uh, they're just participation matches. Uh, it's matches like this that um, you don't need and just add to the ridiculous length of the show. Uh, Braun Strowman won the men's, Carmella won the women's. Who cares? Uh, another WrestleMania moment. Kurt Hawkins ending his 269-match losing streak as him and Zack Ryder captured the Raw Tag Team titles by defeating the Revival. Uh, very popular win in the MetLife Stadium. Two New Yorkers picking up the win. Uh, yeah, a nice uh, a nice close to the um, pre-show with uh, another two hometown guys picking up a victory. Uh, On to the main show, which opened with Seth Rollins ending Brock Lesnar's reign of terror, uh, capturing the Universal title. Uh, Brock jumped Seth. There was a ref bump. Seth low blows uh, Lesnar. Three curb stomps. New Universal champion. That's it. That's literally it happened I think it was about five minutes it was what it was uh, it felt very anticlimactic to me but hey at least the universal title will be you know defended and seen on TV more so is that the last that we'll see of Brett Lesnar I hope so because he absolutely fucking sucks uh, who's next for Seth Rollins uh, obviously he went to defend the title against Kofi Kingston on Raw, but was interrupted by the bar. Um, personally, I'd like to see him go up against Drew McIntyre, or maybe Roman Reigns. That'd be interesting. Uh, Roman, of course, never losing the title. Uh, it was very good of WWE to consider the UK audience by putting Randy Orton match on before 1am. Uh, Borton had his usual paint-by-numbers three-star match. Um... Against AJ Styles, it had zero stakes or heat. Uh, it could have been a main event of SmackDown. Uh, just the, a run-of-the-mill SmackDown episode. It was a match that I really couldn't care less about. A waste of a match uh, for AJ Styles, who, who got the victory. That's all I've got to say about it, really. Uh, next up, the SmackDown tag team title Fatal 4-Way between the Usos. The Bar, Nakamura and Rusev and Blackashay uh, pulling double duty this weekend after their NXT tag team title match against the War Raiders. Uh, it was a fun match where everybody shined. Uh, the Bar probably having the best spot of the match where uh, Cesaro swung Ricochet what seemed like forever 
while uh, Sheamus hit the 10 beats of the Bowery on everybody else. Uh, Ricochet wowing the crowd with the flips. Black with the kicks. Uh, These two guys looking not out of place on the Mania stage. Uh, The Usos retaining with a double splash on Sheamus. Uh, They lost the titles on Tuesday to the Hardy Boys. So who knows what direction the SmackDown tag tag team titles are going to be going. Uh, Up to this point, that was probably my favourite match of the evening. Uh, A really solid four-way. As you know, I'm not a fan of four-way matches. But I thought this match worked really well. Good dynamic between all four teams. And yeah, a a really entertaining match. Uh, Next up, The Miz versus Shane McMahon in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Are you not sports entertained? Guys, I'm going to come clean here. This really was a guilty pleasure of mine. I loved it. It was so bad. It was great. Uh, Shane McMahon, he is officially the best worst wrestler in the world. His punches are so bad. They're amazing. Um, I think the involvement of Mr. Potato Head himself, George Mizanin, Mr. Miz, elevated this match to the next level. Uh, Mr. Miz's fighting stance gave me life. It was incredible. The guy's a walking meme. Uh, Miz with that big baby face heat, defending his father's honour as a tale as old as time. It was a crazy brawl. They were brawling in the ring, outside the ring, in the fans, all over the MetLife Stadium. Uh, What more can you want from a Shane McMahon match? He fell off something big. And as always, McMahon's overstrong. What more could you ask for? It was absolute nonsense, and I loved it. Uh, another title change that seemed to go over well in the stadium. The Iconics capturing the women's tag team titles in yet another fatal four-way. Uh, defeating defending champions Sasha and Bailey, uh, the team of Tamina and Nia Jax. And Natalia and the returning Beth Phoenix. Um, it was an okay match. Uh, very popular winners. The Iconics, very entertaining. Uh, moving on, match of the night for me. Moment of the night as well. Kofi Kingston became the first ever African-American WWE champion. For me, this is where the show peaked. Uh, the crowd was so invested Daniel Bryan playing his part to perfection. Uh, The exact role reversal for WrestleMania 30 for him. Uh, He was absolutely fantastic in this match as a dastardly heel. Uh, Kofi Mania, it was running wild at the MetLife Stadium. It was a great match. I'm not the biggest Kofi Kingston fan, but this is the best match I've ever seen him have. He delivered big time on the big stage. There was lots of technical exchanges between the two, lots of hard-hitting, things you'd be synonymous with Daniel Bryan but wouldn't necessarily expect from Kofi. Uh, A huge pop, outpouring of emotion when Kofi won. Um, I'm a white guy. Of course I'm a white guy. I've got a podcast. Uh, So it's not my place to comment on what this means to WWE's African-American fan base. But what I will say is... There's a great video clip on Shad Gaspar's Twitter 
of uh, him and MVP watching the moment that Kofi got the victory. Uh, both guys moved to tears, and I think that speaks volumes. Says more than I ever could. Uh, a massive well done to Kofi Kingston. Uh, to WWE, don't pat yourselves too hard on the back, as uh, this is decades overdue. Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio for the US title. Uh, it was a one-minute squash, and there's not much to say about this match. What I will say is props to Rey Mysterio for going out there when he was clearly hurt. Uh, a nice dominant victory for Samoa Joe on the big stage of WrestleMania. And that's all really you can say about this match. Uh, after this, Roman Reigns beat Drew McIntyre in his first singles match back since Superman punching leukemia square in the dick. Uh, the crowd, the pretty dead at this point. Uh, I think including the pre-show, I think we're at the fifth hour point. So, uh, yeah, a victory for Roman Reigns. Not much of a reaction from the crowd. Uh, up next, Triple H beating Batista in a very slow, very long, no-holds-barred match. Uh, I think the writing was on the wall for this match when Batista tripped, getting into the ring. Very much a uh, sign of things to come. Couple of nice spots in it. Uh, Triple H ripping out Batista's nose ring. Uh, Batista taking a wicked spine buster onto the steel steps. Uh, it was about 10, 15 minutes longer than it needed to be. Uh, Triple H getting the win, which means he can carry on his in-ring career. No doubt, back to Boris again with his self-indulgent shite at WrestleMania 36. Uh, Baron Corbin beating Kurt Angle in his farewell match All I can say to this is Fuck off um, I think it shows you that the WWE Are very petty and hold a grudge uh, No doubt this was probably payback for Kurt Going to TNA And uh, they're making an example of him I don't mind Kurt losing his last match Passing the torch to somebody But Baron fucking Corbin, dearie me. Uh, the penultimate match of the night saw the demon Finn Balor squash Bobby Lashley in about four minutes to capture the Intercontinental title. Uh, the crowd looked visibly bored at this point, and I can't say that I blame them. Uh, nothing special. These guys have been passing the Intercontinental title back and forth for a while now. I think that devalues the title. I think this was just an excuse to give Finn Balor the old big WrestleMania demon entrance, and uh, to be honest, it didn't really do much for me. Uh, the main event of the night, the first ever all-women's WrestleMania main event, Becky Lynch taking on Charlotte, taking on Ronda Rousey for both the Raw and SmackDown women's titles. Uh... Five minutes of Charlotte Flair in a helicopter, exactly what all the fans want after a seven hours sat in a stadium or watching it at home. For fuck's sake, guys, why do you have to piss around with this kind of shit? Uh, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts play Ronda Rousey in the ring, try and wake up the crowd. Didn't really work, but there was a good ovation when uh, Becky Lynch came out. It was a hard-hitting match. Uh, Ronda's leg was a, a real mess, or bruised and bloodied and cut up um, 
It's probably the second or third best match of the night, truth be told. Bar the finish, which uh, kind of looked botched, but hey, regardless, WrestleMania, I said it in last week's show, it's all about moments. Becky Lynch wins. Becky two belts. A great moment for her. A great visual of her with both titles raised aloft. As uh, WrestleMania finally, mercifully, comes off the air. That's about it for me for this week. If you've made it to the end of this show, very well done. Um, Don't forget to check out all the other shows on the HTM network. You've got Turnbuckle Talk, you've got the PW Hustle, you've got uh, Wrestle Popcast with Robin Nelson, and of course you've got HTM Wrestling and HTM Sports with the big boss men, Jargo and the real RVB. Uh, check me out on social media at Others Chairs on Twitter. If you want to check out my YouTube channel, please subscribe. I need more subscribers. I've only got about 400. Let's bump them numbers up. Go on to YouTube and search Tables, Others and Chairs. That's another WrestleMania in the history books. That's another episode of Tables, Others and Chairs in the history books. I'll catch you guys all next week. Have a great week. Take care and bye-bye for now.